0: Hey, everybody, Jeff Johnson here, founder of the Dad Hustle Project. So happy to be with you here for episode 114 of the podcast. If you're just joining us, um, I encourage you to go back a couple episodes. We just launched our book club, our Dad Hustle Book Club. I'm so excited about it. If you haven't been yet to our website, it's dadhustlebookclub.com. Definitely pop on to that website, sign up for all the latest and greatest because what we're doing is we're really digging into some real classics um, in literature when it comes to success, when it comes to entrepreneurship, when it comes to digital marketing, when it comes to side hustling. We want to dig in and we want to learn from the masters. We want to learn from you know uh, so many luminaries that have come before us and even people who are around right now that can teach us some amazing things. So right now we are in the middle of Think and Grow Rich. If you have not yet picked up the book, um, pop on over to the book club and you'll see an opportunity to buy that book too. Um, it's totally worth it. It's an amazing book. It's a classic written back in the thirties by Napoleon Hill. Um, Napoleon Hill was an amazing guy who interviewed hundreds of people, um, that were super wealthy and successful. And he figured out why he was able to kind of thread the needle, um, and, uh, pull out the truths that help us learn why those people were successful, what they did and their thinking and everything else. So there's gold in that book. There's gold in that book, and we're unpacking the gold every single day on the podcast um, for the next couple of weeks here. So with that, um, today what we are talking about is the question, when does goal setting go overboard? So this is really interesting because this book emphasizes that goal setting and detailed planning are the basis for every achievement. But, you know, it's interesting because I found myself in the past maybe going overboard on goal setting. So the question becomes, when does it go overboard, right? I mean, we want to follow some of the rules or the precepts in this book, but when does it go overboard when it comes to Goal setting. So I want to tell you a little story here, and this is something uh, newer uh, for me. This have just happened recently, but I made a bunch of New Year's resolutions, and typically I kind of roll my eyes when we think about New Year's resolutions. But for me this year, I had some New Year's resolutions, and I want to make them happen. So I got to tell you, I bought a planner, um, and I was all about like planning every moment really focusing on my goals, making sure that I accomplished everything. And then I had a business trip for my day job. Um, and it ended up there, we had a lot of snow here in Minnesota It ended up continuing to get delayed. And it really threw off my amazing, precise calendar of, of getting all this stuff done every single day. Right. And I'm sure we've all been there before. We, we set really high goals. We set this bar really high for ourselves and then we run into some challenges. So this business trip kind of threw a wrench in the works for me. Um, and then I, you know, I, I came back from the business trip, um, this is just a couple weeks ago and I'm getting back into balance. You know, I'm, I'm making it happen, right? Um, goal setting goes overboard when a couple things happen. And this is really a learning that I just took recently, um, from this whole experience of kind of, uh, having my new year's resolutions, the things I want to accomplish in the new year kind of go out of whack. So number one, it goes overboard when it zaps the enjoyment out of your life. So, the question is, and you know, Napoleon Hill does a good job of this, but um, focusing on the fact that you need to set goals that are compelling and inspiring for you. So, if your goal setting is zapping the enjoyment out of your life, then you know that your goals are not compelling and inspiring. So, what are some goals that you can set for yourself that are compelling and inspiring? Um, Because you know what? No joy will be zapped in that case. Number two is that you know you're going overboard when you're setting goals when it seems like too much because it probably is. You want to choose a goal or two. You don't need a million goals that that you're trying to accomplish all at once. The reality is sometimes we overwhelm ourselves, we think we can do more, but if we can prove to ourselves that we can do a couple good things well, right, then we can build on that and we can continue to add to that. And number three, just for my own reflection, as, I, as I've been looking at goal setting in my own life, is goal setting has gone too far, it's kind of gone overboard, when it feels like you're going in the wrong direction. So you might set some really strategic goals. You might set some goals that you think are just just right on. But the reality is that you got to listen to your heart more quickly. You won't get way off course if you listen to your heart, if you take a moment, and if you ensure that you're on the right path. So some goal-setting tips, some things that I found really effective in my own life, and I'm sure many of you have tips, too, that you can share with the community, and that'd be awesome, but the reality is writing them down is so important, right? Getting them out of your head and getting your goals onto paper, that's going to help you so much. Number two, keep them time-bound. Plan each day with the intention of chipping away at your goals, and then ask yourself, like, what are you going to get done today? And if you can do that, you're going to be in a much more strategic place to accomplish your goals. So with Napoleon Hill and Thinking, Grow Rich, you know he he talks about the importance of goal setting and detailed planning. I completely agree with him, but we need to do it in a way that's balanced and that's productive for our lives as we live them to the fullest. So that's my encouragement for you, and I encourage you to do some goal setting, even with your dad hustle. Um, you know, it's a it's a side thing, right? It's not your main main gig, but if you can do that, and if you can, you know, build that discipline, you're going to be able to build that business so much faster, and 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 launch it, make it go so much farther as well. So that's my encouragement for you today. I hope you have an awesome day. Hustle hard, but hustle smart, and hustle without the grind. Look forward to connecting with you again tomorrow for more digging, more digging deep into the great. Napoleon Hill's work, think, and grow rich. We'll talk tomorrow. Thanks so much. Bye. Are you ready to start earning the passive income that you've been dreaming of for years? Just give me the next seven days and I'll show you how to design the perfect online dad hustle to earn extra money without missing out on a single second of free time with your family. That's right. I am now providing my Dad Hustle 7-Day Design Challenge online. I just put it up and it's ready for you. The next virtual challenge literally starts in the next few minutes and you can reserve your $7 ticket right now online. You're going to get 4 hours of online training across 7 days on how to design the ultimate digital side hustle to fit your dad's schedule. If you want more income, influence, or impact in your life, this is your opportunity. This virtual experience is valued at $197, but this time it's yours for only $7. But hurry, this 7-day virtual training that could change your life forever, that could change everything for your family, won't be available forever. In fact, it's available for a limited time. So visit DadHustleChallenge.com now and start your 7-Day Challenge today.